Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. This is Geeking Out. With Shades and Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Every episode, we bring our GoCo to another corner of the multiverse to geek out. With you. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. This week, uh, we're chilly. We are. It is. For a rigid. Man, really makes you want for a, a smoldering force sensitive tree. Yeah, we are, guys, we are as south as you can get. We are at the South Pole. Yeah. Uh, mid snowstorm, though the snow is not, uh, not moving. Not moving. Very odd, very odd. Uh, if, if things are getting a little timey-wimey. We must be talking about Doctor, Doctor Who. Who. We just saw the Doctor Who Christmas, Christmas special. special, I guess. Yeah, this year's. This year's Christmas special, the Peter Capaldi... Farewell episode. Exactly. So, do we have a theme, theme song? song? Love it. There they go. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now we're... Come back, we're cold. Now we're really stranded. So, guys, if we are talking about the Doctor Who Peter Capaldi's send-off Christmas special, there will be spoilers. Spoilers galore for any new Who, but also classic Who. Possibly classic Who. It'll be spoilers for me, because I don't yeah. know any classic okay. Who. Okay. Yeah, any new Who. Any any uh, any old Who, any new Who, any Cindy Lou Who. <laughs> what is your history with Doctor Who? Okay. You are my history with Doctor Who. You were someone who was like, you gotta watch the new Doctor Who. And I was someone who, when did it, when did it relaunch? When did it come Doctor back? Who, this era of modern Who premiered in 2005. Russell okay. T. Davies brought it back. He was the showrunner, head writer, and uh, Christopher Eccleston was the ninth Doctor. Okay, and that was the very first I saw for a very brief stint. I remember uh, the Sci-Fi Network. Yeah, got... Sci-Fi ran, ran it. Yep. yep. And right through season four okay. of New Who, and then they lost it to BBC I America. watched the first episode of Doctor Who. I think it was even before you told me to, to check it out or anything yeah. like that. And I watched the first episode of New Who. And you were like, and nope. I, yeah, I immediately I was like, not for me. Very, uh, very low budget. Yeah, I, I don't when, know. When Doctor Who came back. It was so long ago, I don't even remember exactly what it was that turned it off. I mean, it was, if you remember that episode, it was the episode of Christopher Eccleston running away from... Um, the mannequins. mannequins. Yeah, the plastic people. And the rubbish bins were yeah. eating people. I don't know. I was like, no thank you. I mean, everyone was gaga about it coming back because right. it was the first time we were getting new Doctor Who in... How many years? If you don't count, if you don't count the audio dramas or the made-for-TV movie, it was the first episode of New Who since 1989. Okay, or so 80, yeah, 87. So people were really uh, all about. It. That's why I gave it a chance, yeah. but I immediately decided it wasn't for me. Very low production value in that mm -hmm. first season. Terrible effects. It, it was a weird. It was a weird time in television. It was like the transition of like campy TV to now like the best stories are told on on television now. That like is true. every movie actor wants to be in a in a TV series now. I'm gonna say this, and it it's not racist. It's gonna sound racist, but it can't be racist. It was too British for me. Like it was. It was it's like pretty racist. Yeah, but I'm British, and British isn't even a race. So there you go. 
It, but but you know what I mean? Like, for my two thousand five yeah, British TV mentality. Yeah, British it, TV. Was I still wasn't really. I mean, I'd watch Monty Python, and that was pretty yeah. much the only British television I got. So to get like quote unquote serious British sci-fi, yeah, it didn't do it for me. And that's fair. Yeah. It, I did my you history stick with, with Eccleston? Did you stick all the way through? Oh, I watched all the way through. Did my, you love it though? Christopher Eccleston, I found very difficult. Okay. Interesting. The first episode of Doctor Who I saw, uh-huh. Silence in the Library. Oh, really? Which is a series four yeah. David Tennant story. And then I like went back and binged it. Did you? Okay. This, now I'm so gonna, this kind of I did not. I did not discover Doctor Who. Yeah. I okay. This is tough. I had watched Doctor Who on PBS. It's very timey-wimey. It's very timey-wimey. Yeah. I experienced Doctor Who much in the way of the Doctor's history that now in New Who we're visiting the Doctor's past history in Old Who. Right. I first became exposed to Doctor Who in like the late 80s, early 90s on PBS because PBS would would show it. Oh, okay. Old weird, Yeah, like weird times on Sundays, like 1 o'clock on a Sunday they would show classic Doctor Who, and even that's kind of difficult because a lot of those episodes just don't exist anymore. Like, they've been putting out, they've recently found just the audio tracks of some episodes, and they've had, they've reanimated the stories because the the film footage is just lost because the BBC just didn't save it. Didn't yeah? Didn't what, did I hear something about a fire? Did, were a lot of them yeah? There was fire? a there was a fire at the old BBC archives and because a lot of Doctor them were Who was huge. I mean, yes. I mean, as far as how many episodes it was, it was going yeah. on for so long. Yep, it is the probably the longest running sci-fi property ever. Well, wow. um, nineteen sixty-three was the first series. Yeah, and it predates. So many things that we consider to be sci-fi, yeah, and and to be fundamental to our sci-fi fandoms. Yeah, it does. But we'll, we'll get to that. But New Who, I didn't get exposed to, and I kind of forgotten about Doctor Who. And then my two very good friends, when I was living in Worcester after college, brought me over to their house one day and sat me down and watched New Who. And that's when you saw Silence of the Library. No, the I had one? seen oh, an episode, okay. like randomly on Sci-Fi. Um, and then they kind of sat me down and, and brought me through all of New Who because they were avid consumers and they owned Betamax going like when they first premiered Talk in about like the seventies and eighties of Betamax, Betamax. And, and VHS tapes of and, and bootlegs that people have like compiled you know going back into the classic era. So I came to Doctor Who again the first part of the aughts with uh, David Tennant. And then uh, before I started consuming New Who, I watched the 1996 TV special when he came to America. My first Doctor was David Tennant. I saw one episode. So jealous. So jealous. But maybe I like Tennant more because of um, what I went through to get to Grumpy (laughs) Granddad. And I remember explaining Doctor Who to you, too. I was yes. like, just power f- through season one. I have very clear memories of me watching one or two episodes of Eccleston's Doctor Who when it was on sci-fi and deciding not the show for me. And then you really being like, you, ha- you have to give it another chance. I swear to God, you're going to like it. And by then, I think, by the time you were telling me that, I think it was on Netflix. So I got back into it, or at least... I shouldn't even say I got back into it. I started watching it again. 
but I, I had such a hard time with season one. And you kept saying to me, just power through. Just get through Eccleston. For, by all means, skip the, the whole season and just watch like the last two episodes. I think I actually, to get you into it, uh, Matt Smith had already taken over as the, the 11th Doctor. Oh, yeah. And when I was I, like, just watch Vincent and the Doctor and then go back and when watch I, everything. When I finally got into Doctor Who, it was well into Matt Smith's run. Yeah. I, I had already even missed all of like live Dave Tennant. Not live, but like current Dave Tennant, David Tennant as the Doctor. Yeah, you missed it. But I was stubborn. I I powered through all of nine. I did not skip around. I didn't want to skip around. I don't I don't like to leave out big chunks of things if I can help it. So I I watched all of uh, Eccleston's Doctor, and by the end of it, by the end of that season, I was like, I was like done <laughs> with Doctor Who. I was yeah. like, I really don't want to watch more, but boy, Shades is really pushing me to to watch more of this show. So I guess I will watch a little bit more. I'm sorry I twisted your arm. No, but here's the thing. From episode one of David Tennant's... You were in. You were all in, right? You know, Chris Rackleson is the one that grabbed Rose by the arm and said, run. Right. David Tennant, Tennant. was the one who grabbed my arm. Yeah. And I ran with him. I mean, that's when I fell in love with the show. Absolutely, 100% unequivocally fell in love with Doctor Who because of David Tennant. Yeah, so I saw one episode with David, David Tennant, mm -hmm. and then I like insisted I had to watch as much as I could get my hands on. And without hooking up a VHS player, the only thing I could watch was the 1996. Oh, the made for TV movie. movie. So Which I, I have still this... have not seen. Really? Yeah, I'd like to see it. I love the Eighth Doctor. Mm -hmm. I love him. He's like so Jules Verne steampunk. You know, long time. He only got one televised story. They might not know this, but your your wedding attire felt very influenced was, by the Eighth Doctor. It was style. very Eighth Doctor. Yeah, yeah. It was. I the, the Eighth Doctor really made an impression on me. Yeah, apparently. Thank you. Yeah, my I think it's my two favorite Doctors are probably eight and ten. Eight and ten. I don't know that anybody says their favorite Doctor is eight. Some I, of his I'm very audio dramas. To see it. I would really like to see his it. His audio dramas mm -hmm. are just so good. And he did a ton of them, from my understanding. The Eighth Doctor, mm -hmm. Paul McGann, yep. is the longest serving Doctor. Right. He has done the most adventures and he's been the longest Doctor in the role. Mm -hmm. And he's also been the longest Doctor that we've seen his uh, his history. So we've got the one TV movie, but then we have 10 years yeah. of audio dramas between 1996 and 2005 of Adventures. And then also, they continue. Like, they're still making Eighth Doctor audio dramas. But when you say this, when you say he was the longest-lasting Eighth Doctor, I mean, not, not, um, not for, like, how long the Doctor wore his face, right? Because wouldn't Capaldi have that now? Uh, yeah. Like story-wise? Story-wise, story yes. Wise? Yeah. Um, Matt Smith and Capaldi oh, yeah, Matt uh, Smith were also. like, the 11th and the 12th Doctors lived the longest, oh, I guess. Yeah, long, long yeah 10 was, 10 only got three years, right? Yeah. And nine only got, but you we only Not wore even. that face for a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they took a lot of liberties. We'll get, we'll get to those doctor, with, with The 8th Doctor, it's tough to say how long the 8th Doctor was around because... He, the Eighth Doctor was from that 1996 movie all the way up through like the, the middle of the, t the Time War. 
And then, oh, right. and then we got the War Doctor. So he was on Gallifrey for like a lot of his stories take place on Gallifrey. Did so it's the, hard to say how much time actually passed. When did the movie uh, take place in his, in the Eighth Doctor's time? Was that the beginning of the Eighth Doctor? Yes, okay. like the okay, Seventh so Doctor regenerates into the Eighth Doctor. Gotcha. Okay, I would really like to see it. I I really do have to. Um, it's on YouTube. It. That's how I watched it. Oh, great! It's it's very accessible. So uh, should we talk about the Christmas special? Yeah. Now this Twice is going to be. Time? We are using Twice Upon a Time as kind of our launching off point, but we're, I mean, we're going to talk, talk about... all new Who. Yeah. But we're going to try and limit ourselves to... The farewell episodes. Farewell episodes The four the farewell episodes. Yes. Um, technically five. War Doctor, too? Is that who you're talking uh, Well, Tennant got two farewell episodes. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to remember the he first, got, yeah, first, he got, his first one. Technically, he got three farewell episodes. We got the, the end of time, mm -hmm. two-parter, mm -hmm. but then we also had the parting of the ways. Okay. Not, not the parting. Uh, Journey's End. Journey's uh, End. It's do you called. remember um, way back in our um, Star Wars episode? I said how Mark Hamill is one of my three. Yeah, David Tennant. David Tennant is one of my three. Yeah. And then Alton Brown. And then Alton Brown. Those yeah. are my top three. Uh, yep. Like if you could have dinner with anybody, those three. Could you imagine how great that would be sitting around a table? David Tennant, Mark Hamill, Alton, and Alton Brown. Brown. Wow. Whew. I mean, Shivers. Yeah, David Tennant just—he's—he's uh, he's definitely. David Tennant's in my top three. Okay, to be fair, I don't we, know who else is in my top three, but David Tennant's in it. To be fair, we're not giving enough credit right now to Peter Capaldi, who is really who should, we should be talking yeah. about right now, so, because uh, that is, yes, uh, this special was his farewell. Yes. Premise of the episode. Okay. Uh, we are picking up with the Doctor mm -hmm. at the end of his adventures yes. uh, in uh, maybe forever. The, the, the Doctor is mortally wounded at the end of series 10, mm -hmm. and uh, he begins his regeneration, but he's fighting it. He he's does not want to regenerate because he, he feels it's time. Yeah. Like, he's lived too long, as the Doctor has often said before, and if the Doctor, if a Time Lord dies before they regenerate, they're just dead. Right. You can't, that's it. And this is a fair thing, because he's not fighting regeneration because he wants to stay as him right. longer. He's fighting it because he's saying, my time is over. Yes, I have had a good long run, and I'm causing run. more harm than good. Right. It's time It's time for me to go. Yes. And we pick up this episode. He crashes at the South Pole. Right over there. Yeah, right just there's a, a minute ago. There's the, a square silhouette the in the snow. Tardye. The tardi is, is that the plural, plural of Tardis? Tardis? Tardi? Tardi? Hmm. I don't know. Tardis is... It's the same Tardis. Tardis is... Well, it's the same Tardis. Same Tardis, different... What did he say? He said in the episode. Same, tar same Tardis, different port points in its time stream. Okay. Which doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, because there's Because the, tar the Tardis exists so all at once. It's so timey-wimey. It is so wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. It's like in, in, in Star Wars how you could say, like, it's the will of the Force. Right. Like, in Doctor Who, you can always say, oh, it's, it's just so timey-wimey. Okay, so, he crashes at the South Pole. And finds... And he's alone. That's he's important. alone. That's important to know. The Doctor is no traveling without right companions, which he's also done before. Usually when he thinks that this is it, no yeah. companions. Yeah. And he stumbles out of the Tardis fighting his re regeneration, and through the snow, we see a form. Mm -hmm. And it is? It is the first Doctor. Very first, just the Doctor at that point. Just the Doctor. According to him. Yes. Um, portrayed by um, William Bradley. Okay. Who was not the original Doctor. 
uh, William Hartnell played the original Doctor, long, long since passed. Yeah, because uh, he was old as yes, the Doctor. Yes, he was. Uh, that was this, the Doctor was like his last role. He was yeah. a very uh, much beloved English actor. Uh, but William Bradley, you may remember from, as the, the, the caretaker from Hogwarts of the Harry Potter movies. No! Yeah, yeah this happens to be every goddamn episode. Yeah. And you, you, he, you tell me who, what else they've played and I get blown and away. He, this was so great that they cast it because yeah, uh, at the it. 50th anniversary they did Adventures in Time and Space, which was like yes. the movie of the history of Doctor Who and how yes. it came to be in the first place. And he portrayed William Hartnell mm-hmm. in that movie who was the first Doctor. So it was, it was nice I, I never playing the first saw Doctor. that movie. Oh, it's so, so fantastic. So, but that, from what I understand, that's the... That's not a Doctor Who story. That is the story of Doctor Who. Yes. Of the first How Doctor it Who. became a show. So, William Bradley yes. played William Hartnell. William Hartnell playing the Doctor in that movie. Uh, yes, because they focus on the early seasons of Doctor Who okay. and how, how difficult it was and how crucial everyone was to the role. And at the end, William Hartnell was the, the last one left playing yeah. the Doctor and he was the only one that knew how to make the 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 mechanics go up and down on the target's console because huh. he really cared about it. And you know, you can't just have the doctor standing here. You have to like do these switches, and you know, because eventually everybody left Doctor Who except for him. Yeah. And eventually, even he had to leave because right. um, he couldn't remember his lines anymore. Oh, yeah, sad. But in this movie, he's Skip, just playing yeah. Skip William Hartnell. He's just playing the doctor. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, he's doing William Hartnell. But he's doing Hartnell's yeah, Doctor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's all timey-wimey. It is. And uh, so they, they kind of meet each other. Yeah, the first and presumably the last. The last. Because... all these mind, he's, he's the last Doctor. Yes, but now we get the first Doctor who's also fighting regeneration. Yes, we he learn that re- he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to want to regenerate either because he's afraid. Yeah. Um, be- you know, those of you who are not familiar to Doctor Who, similar to the way that um, a new actor always portrays James Bond and we just suspend our disbelief it's mm-hmm. you know same character different face and they never explain why that is in doctor who they created this idea of regeneration that uh the the time the, lords in, the race the race of the time lords mm-hmm. they have two hearts uh when they look into the time vortex the great schism their their physiology is altered they gain a second heart they gain some abilities and the gallifreyans who become time lords because not every gallifreyan right. is a time lord has the ability to regenerate. Literally, the the time vortex kind of like becomes them. If you like, they can reignite their cells and get another life and become a completely different person. And then, uh, but they retain all of their memories. Right. So you get a new actor in the role, playing it a whole different way. Playing it a whole different way. However they want, or the director wants. All the memories of the previous. All the history is intact. Yes. The story is intact. Right. You just get a new... You get a new care... As, as the 10th Doctor says, it's like dying. I'm gone. Some new man wakes up and, and goes on, but I'm dead. Yeah. Like, I'm... I'm it's, you know, everything that makes me me is no more. Which is... Which makes Doctor Who tremendously unique. Mm. In that you right. can be so connected to this character. Right. And so invested in this character. And when it's time to regenerate, you kind of share in his yeah. fears. Oh, yeah. I What's know the doctor's doctor going on. Right. But am I going to like this am doctor? Am I going to like this doctor? Very interesting. Like, particularly the first regeneration of the modern era, 
Christopher Eccleston regenerating mm-hmm. Dev- David Tennant. Nine, the ninth Doctor, was kind of like your grumpy granddad. Yeah. And then the tenth Doctor becomes Rose's romantic yeah. partner. Like, he went from a grandfatherly figure to, like, now your romantic interest. Because yeah. for all intents and purposes, it is another person. Yeah. Uh, with personalities. And let's get back to Peter Capaldi. Okay. The twelfth Doctor. Uh, from day one, I liked this Doctor. Okay. Ten will always be my Doctor. I love ten. But there I was go, something about 12 that always just grabbed me immediately. I go 10, 11, 12, 9. That's my... It took me a really long time to grow into Matt, to Matt Smith's Doctor, okay. the 11th Doctor. I didn't really be like, all right, I like this Doctor until his last his season. His last season. Which I, I, I would Which also I, say, I think Capaldi's last season was his last season. Agreed. It's um, kind of a shame. He grabbed me really early. Mm-hmm. You know, his opening monologue, you know, I'm Scottish. I mean, these are attack eyebrows. And, every, you know, there were things about this doc- doctor that really, he's kind of curmudgeon He was he a little more. He doesn't want to be a hero. He was a little more rough around the edges. He's dashing. He's very aloof. Um, he's not compassionate. He's not nice. Yeah, he's less care what you think yeah. about him and just get the job done. I love that he plays guitar. I love that... What about like, his sonic loved, sunglasses? It honest to me, it I hated them like, at first, but then I came to love them the way they like wound up using them. It sounds like if little if little baby shades yeah. had like written a bunch of fan, fan mail, to, right? To if Dr. I had Hill, written like, fan mail, he should wear sunglasses. He should have a flowy coat and he should play guitar. And long floppy hair and, and they, get sunglasses and, and play like, guitar. They finally got around to reading those and were like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Let's yeah. make 12 be Little Baby Shades' oh, ideal doctor. Like, if ideal I doctor. could be the doctor. Yeah. Like, man, they kind of hit it on the nose. Yeah. And he... I, but, if I, if if I could finish, honest, if I could finish, right, you can finish, I don't feel like Stephen Moffat ever figured out how to write him. I felt like Capaldi's story... He, was, His he story never grabbed me was, the way he grabbed you, okay? He, uh, well, let, what I'm saying is... Peter Capaldi grabbed me. Yeah. His doctor never grabbed and, me. And I'm saying that along with you. Like, Capal- yeah. one of the things that it seems so silly to complain about, but it made a big impact on, on me. I, I do find it very difficult to understand him, especially when he gets really going. Like, when he gets really excited. Yeah. I find his accent... And a lot of times, Doctor <laughs> Who is hard enough to understand just what's with going writing, on. With the writing, yeah. Or- so the then, to have it delivered, and I'm not, I'm not making that a critique. Just for me personally, it was hard to get as invested in a sure. lot of his stories because I really feel like I missed a lot of pieces. Sure. And then even sometimes when his big nemesis uh, Missy shows up, yes. Sometimes I had a hard time understanding her, and when they had scenes together, sometimes I would Couldn't go a whole scene anything. with with going yeah. like, I don't exactly know what's going on. Certainly, this doc. You know, Doctor Who has always been very timely in what is happening in Britain. And so... Doctor Who has a real Capaldi's, soft spot for London. Well, yeah. <laughs> for someone who could go anywhere in the conceivable universe. Yeah. Well, the, you know, this planet is protected. Yes. Um, and Earth is his. Earth is his. And it is by whom? <laughs> I loved that. Well, yeah. You'll get there. The long way around. Man, there were so many little Easter eggs in this episode. Can I tell you what one of my favorite lines was? Sure. When one, 
goes to 12's TARDIS. Yes. And is like, this isn't my TARDIS. What happened to all the lights? Yeah. It's like, it's atmospheric. It's atmospheric. It's like, atmospheric. atmospheric. This, is, this is the what the, the command center of the, the most powerful power. time and space ship in the universe. Not some restaurant for the French. Yeah. <laughs> Like, man, when Moffat is on, he's on. But I guess my biggest complaint of, of the last, of Capaldi's run as the 12th Doctor is it always felt like um, Stephen Moffat was putting more energy into Sherlock, mm -hmm. which is a great show and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed. But you could almost tell, like, what was happening in each season yeah. of where his attention needed to be. Yeah. Uh, and it just felt in this episode like his attention was not on Doctor Who. Yeah. This is, we've talked about, this is how democracy dies, not with a roar, but with a whimper. Mm -hmm. This is, the 12th Doctor just went out with a whimper. Really? Um, and I, I guess I was before just we, really surprised. I don't know when I should, when I should. Uh, and I will say there's in. no real way to like score this. There's no, I, I checked, there isn't, there are no scores for this on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you want to just do our scores for, for the, um. Do you want to do just his this this episode twice upon a time, or do you want to do the whole Capaldi season? Do you want to do Doctor Who as a as a whole? I think we just need to stick to the farewell episodes. Okay, it's going to be low for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think we both we've talked. Tenth Doctor is our favorite favorite Doctor, but also Russell T Davies saying goodbye to Doctor Who. I mean, that was Donna. The Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, that no, was... No. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. You know, which episode? You have the, you know, Journey's End, mm -hmm. which was beautiful. All of his companions mm -hmm. um, that he said goodbye to. Um, and they all have a place out in the universe, and they're all okay. And, he, and then, again, in... He helps them in a little bit in each, in each way. In the second part of The End of Time, mm -hmm. he helps them all and yeah. make, you know, make sure they all have a good life. Looks in on them all before he goes. Yeah. There's a great moment in uh, series five with, with uh, oh no, it's in an episode of Sarah Jane Adventures where uh, Eleven says, I looked, I looked in on you all. And he meets other companions uh, mm -hmm. and Sarah Jane, he goes back and sees Sarah Jane. He's like, I looked in on you all. So touching. It really is. I legitimately wept when 10 said goodbye. Oh, I had a hard time with oh, that. I had a hard I, time. I had a hard time in a good way. I was way. like, oh no. What's happening? Yeah. Oh, emotions. What is this? Like for a, for television, Elise, my wife often says, like, don't you feel anything when when she cries at everything? Yeah. I mean everything. She cries at the slightest. Like she really feels things. She's like, when we watch stories, she'll be like, don't like, don't you feel anything with mm -hmm. this? I'm like, not really. It's really got to be good to make me feel something. I like turned into a blubbery little pile when when ten. Is like full I'm Shakespearean start, I'm gonna fury. I'm going to crying right now. Like, you know, it's gracious. not fair. This is like, what's my reward? My reward? I get to die like this? Yeah. yeah. It's not fair. Like, I ha of course I have to save you. Wilf? Of course oh. I have to, like, it's not fair. And then, and then saves him. Here's the when issue. When he finally regenerates, I don't want, oh man. I don't want to go. I don't want to go, but. <sighs> Here, here's. Man, and then this is, Capaldi's this is, farewell. This is okay. This is telling. This is telling about our our opinions of, of Twice Upon a Time because we keep telling ourselves. Okay, we have, we to, have talk to talk about. about time. We have to talk about. There's so little to talk about. There's there so, really is. There, there. It was so a puff of smoke. It really that was. We're going back to to other... more powerful scenes from uh, from other doctors. 
let's right, for right now. We'll get to other doctors in a second. Okay. Okay. Right now, let's just. It's open, hard to talk open, about. Open it was and honestly, so if, forgettable. If you were gonna, if you were gonna score this episode, though, this one episode, just this one episode, as as a farewell episode, because it's not just a normal episode. It's Capaldi's last episode. I know, and it's Moffat's last episode. Yep. What what would you what would you give it? I've got to I've got to rank it against all the other farewells, and yep. I've got to give it a D. I've got to put it somewhere so in the... for the first time ever, you're throwing away our ranking system yeah, by I giving it a letter grade. I don't know how to give it a... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, we've got... We've had four doctors in the modern era. Yeah. I would give 10 and an A. I yeah. would give uh, a, Matt Smith a B. I would give Christopher Eccleston a C. And I would have to give Capaldi a, a D. So on this episode, wells. are we not doing percentages? We don't have to. I don't... Want? I don't know what there is for me to rave about in this. Yeah, it's like I don't want to give it a zero, uh, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't give it a zero. No, I wouldn't. There were there were nice little touches. I was I was God. I was thinking like a forty, just just for this one episode. A just because. 40, 40, yeah, I mean, all right. So I have to follow the ranking system. You right? got to follow the ranking system. Long time listeners. Have I would expect. I would put it in the thirties actually. Yeah. I would put it in the thirties. There was not a lot. And again, we are we are talking one. Episode. Yeah, we are talking one, one specific episode. episode, but arguably like the most important of the episodes of Capaldi's run. Yeah. I um you know, this is this is going to be the most it's gonna wind up being one of the most important episodes of Doctor Who ever because it's gonna fundamentally change our understanding of Doctor Who mm -hmm. and the Doctor, mm -hmm. this character forever. Yes. Um and how we relate to the doctor. We talked about this in the mini episode when they announced the new do doctor, Jodie Whittaker. Yes, this is a big change. The doctor always changes, but the doctor has always been has a always man. Been a man, and now the doctor, and we saw her for a little bit. Yep, is a woman. Yes, um, and already I love her. The energy she's brought to the role. She. What does she have? One line. Brilliant. One line. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Uh, and and already she's. I'm like, thank God I understood her. Yes. I could tell what she said. <laughs> no, but uh, just, yeah, just in that moment, um, she she had an energy to her that I felt like Capaldi... I always felt with Capaldi's doctor, there was that energy, but he was, like, suppressing it. Yes. Like, for whatever yep. reason. Like, he felt he shouldn't right. uh, be fun and energetic anymore. Like, yep. it, this this is too serious. Not not Capaldi. The doctor. The, the, the doctor. doctor. Capaldi's the doctor. The way the doctor yeah, is written. being like, no, but, yeah, you because know, my life is too serious Peter for Peter Capaldi stuff. is an energetic guy. Yeah. Like, obviously. Yeah. Like, uh, but they, they didn't have to teach him how to play guitar. Peter Capaldi oh, plays guitar. Yeah, he was in a, he was in a band with... Um, uh, who's he in a band with when he was younger? He talked about People. this, and I can't, I can't remember now. It was, it was like, oh wow, like, but like he was in a real musician band, yeah. like in the '60s and '70s. Uh, and but yeah, just with the what did we get? Thirty seconds of Jody, and Jody I was Whitaker, already I was like, like, all right, I think we're gonna have like, I wanted to use the word bright, yeah, like a bright. This doctor, doctor. was so dark. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't even say dark because dark. Dark carries with it this connotation of like this uh, doctor like, was sinister at times. Yeah, but I I feel more like me. like murky. Yeah. I, I felt like he was more. Um, I never knew what he was up to. Never really. Uh, so it was it was less of like a dark and more of like a foggy. 
It was like yeah. a, obscured, obscured. But you know, this doctor was also kind of like the, this makes a great audio. I'm like um, yeah. motioning in like a monster kind of lurky yeah. behind you. Like, kind of. Yeah, always like a kind of. You're kind of doing that. You know what I mean? It's always kind of like he's sneaking in the background, like going to creep up These on you. extra moves aren't, oh, is that what that was? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were casting a spell Yeah, or but something. also like, yeah, he's kind of like, and they've talked about this even with um, like, you know, Sorcerer's Apprentice and, mm -hmm. and these episodes that, the, the doctor's got some tricks up his sleeve that we don't really know. Well, in And this, we never found out, and we're probably never gonna episode, find out. Um, they made such a big deal, little things like they made such a big deal, like this doctor wears a ring. Why does he wear a ring? Who knows, we're never gonna know it fell off. I don't know, this doctor had a yeah, ring. They never did Never say. talked about it, and it fell off. It was like his bow tie, I guess. I don't know, this doctor wore Oh yeah, it was kind of like his bow tie, because that was Matt Smith yeah. dropping his bow this tie. This doctor always wore a ring. We speculated as to why he wore it. We're never gonna find out. With this special in particular, spe yeah. specifically this episode, I will. I didn't write anything down. I watched this last night. I also watched it with, last uh, night. with yep. my brother, longtime listener Ben, and um, who who made the the obvious but albeit funny joke that of course as soon as the doctor regenerated and the TARDIS goes crazy, he was right. like, Ugh, "Women can't drive." That's the joke. Oh, oh and, wow! Uh, I was like, I get it. Yep. Yeah, no, I actually gave him a good laugh because he caught me off guard. Wow. You're you're given this villain who we've never seen before, and I'm going to air quote villain here. Makes great audio. Sure. The the glass. The glass. Woman, yeah, woman. Uh, the computer who, interface. Who's, who's kind of uh, after them the whole yeah. time. And you come to find out that she's quite good. Oh yeah. She, it, it, her her so, her organization right. is actually a very good organization doing yep. a very nice thing there's really no drawback to what she's doing nope and i liked i liked that yes uh it was a great twist because somebody said so there doesn't always have to be a bad guy yeah sometimes so, we're all just good and i liked that but then there was no counter there was no there was no gravity? There was nothing then grounding me yes. to any sort of conflict at that point. Well, why were we on this adventure? Right. <laughs> it was a nice twist that we found out they were also good and and wholesome. I'll yep. use the word wholesome, because it it was they were they were taking people at the moment of their death and they're still downloading their downloading memories. All of their memories yep. So that their memories went on. Would would you know they wouldn't be uh, creating any new memories they wouldn't right. be but their memories would never be lost yep and and they would do this for everybody and if we are in essence our memories then, then we, we go on, we forever. Live on forever yep. great lovely yeah uh, that, that was that was really nice no monster of the week but but yeah but then there was then all the air was out of the balloon right <sighs> gone and then all it was was just to us accept that they were both moving on to regenerate which one did Yes. That it was like one story because right. one got like, oh, I'm I'm afraid to because I don't know who I'll turn into. Right. Now I see who I turn into. Who I turn into and Okay. And you are good and I and I, I accept right. that I will turn into a good man. And so he goes off and right. does his thing. Capaldi doesn't learn a lesson. What happens? Why does he accept it? The only is this uh, are question? we already at big questions? I don't know. This episode is very timey wimey. Here's my yeah, sure it is. It's a little, it's a little wibbly wobbly. I think Billy not Bill, uh, Bill not Bill, Bill not Bill, Glass Bill, Glass Bill, sure. 
says to the first doctor, mm -hmm. you, you really don't know. Mm -hmm. Like what? Like the first doctor says, why is he the way? He, like what? She's like you, you really don't know. Mm -hmm. Like people, you know, why doesn't the universe fall apart? Mm -hmm. Like and the doctor, he really doesn't know, right? Doesn't Glass Bill say this to the yeah, first yeah, doctor? He does. It's like, yeah, or she does. Yeah, she does. The doctor is the reason the universe doesn't fall apart. Yeah. Neither of you realize that. Yeah. And and we finally get this explanation why the doctor ran away. The only reason the universe turns is because of the doctor. Mm -hmm. And you ran away to, to figure out why? It's you. It's so timey-wimey. It's so timey-wimey. So it's kind of like the doctor creates himself or itself, whatever. I don't know how we talk about this anymore. It's um, so, oh yeah, how do It's so it? wibbly-wobbly. But yeah, so the the first doctor gets this confirmation from Glass Bill, but then also the twelfth doctor gets to remember that conversation, mm -hmm. and then and remembers why he goes why on and continues goes doing on, what he yes. does, and so then he continues and, and, and then he, he goes chooses on. to regenerate. It was it was super anticlimactic. I it was, really was. I was at a I was at a strong disadvantage going into this because um, we watched it. I told you this, but I'll share yes. it with longtime listeners. We we watched it, my brother and I, on TiVo. And it was a two-hour special. Right. Right? And I was watching, like, the first hour going, okay, okay, we got to get into this. Okay, okay. Something's got to happen. And then um, this all happens at, like, the hour and a half mark. Right? Yep. And and I remember thinking, like, okay, well, we, ha we have a half hour to, to do something big. Right. Uh, Something's going to happen. I, I, I can't believe they already gave us Jody, but okay. Right. And then it ended. And we realized that it was actually just an hour and a half episode, but they had like a, a half hour send off to Capaldi at the end. Uh, so for oh, me, wow. that's for me, it never that's got a red going. Herring. For me, it was wow. always just you were always you were, you were, this episode ended, and you were waiting for something to happen. Exactly. Oh wow! I I, I was like, okay, you know, at the beginning, because right, they still have an hour and a half. Okay, they still have a half, half hour. Left. Okay, they have a oh, they don't have any time left. It's the end. Yikes. Uh, that put me at a big disadvantage, and I think that set me up for for really being deflated by this even even more so. Right. Because I kept expecting that there. <laughs> it seems silly to say this. I kept ex expecting that there would be something. Right. And I really feel like I I didn't get much of anything. Um. Do you, would you like to compare it to the the three other? Send-offs? Okay. Um, you want to go chronologically? You want to start with nine? Makes sense. Okay. So, Eccleson. Ninth Doctor. Um, we get uh, the Bad Wolf, the TARDIS. We get... And, and it's important to note here that we have a, a Doctor portrayed by an actor who... Hates. Is done. Does not doctor want to who. play the Doctor. Won't come back for anything. Has nothing Any good to say about the experience. Yeah. Didn't enjoy it. Didn't feel he was treated well. That being said, his little send-off at the end... Pulls the essence of the time vortex out of Rose into his head. Mm -hmm. Kills him. Yes. You were brilliant. And you know what? You know what? So was I. So was I. I did love that. I did too. Um, for a doctor that I did not enjoy. I didn't... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't enjoy the doctor either. And I guess the reason I'm bringing up that, that he didn't like... Um, he, he didn't particularly enjoy doing the role. Right. Is that 
we could have gotten a real shitty send-off. Right. There was nothing stopping him from just hamming it in. Right. Except his professionalism. Right. I'm not saying Capaldi uh, hammed it in or anything. I mean, I mean he's, he's a you do You do what you can with what's on the page. Exactly. And I guess, because we are comparing, that's what this, right. this is for. To compare that to to this uh, latest, twice upon a time... You had all the you had all the pieces. Yes. You, you had the the writer that really wanted to make a profound goodbye, and you had the yes. actor who wanted to make a profound goodbye. You had um, an audience who is saying goodbye to I would say a pretty popular rendition of the yeah. Doctor, yeah. but also anxious yes. for what's going to happen. For next. What's happening?